0: Hi again, attorney Steve Vondran, and welcome back to the Vondran Legal Hour. We are talking in this podcast episode about software audit raids. Okay, so what happens here? Okay, so you're working, your company's running, one day you get a letter from the SIIA or the BSA, or maybe you get a letter from Oracle, IBM, Microsoft, you know, could be any of these big software companies. And It tells you, it asks you to engage in what they call a quote-unquote voluntary audit. Audit all your systems, your computers, your laptops, your servers. Audit everything. Come back and tell them what you have and then show all your proof of licensing so they can match it all up and see if you're short. If you're short on your licensing, then they want you to pay or true up. So... This this podcast actually talks about well what happens in that rare case and, and we've dealt with a lot of cases. Uh, I can tell you it is usually the rare case where a company will say we have nothing, we have licenses for nothing, we've got a ton of software we're using, and don't ask me, we just don't have any evidence. So, in other words, copy copyright pirates, software pirates. Okay. In other words, they're running their organization, making money, making profits without being licensed with any software. Now, in those situations, if you had an inside informant, somebody that worked for your company, sometimes it's the IT guy, IT gal, somebody's disgruntled, or maybe not even disgruntled. Maybe they're honest people and they say, you know, I don't I don't want to work in an environment like this where they're not paying software. I'm gonna pull the parachute and get out of here. So, you know, the cases can vary. But if you have somebody then taking that information of corporate, widespread corporate piracy of software, a history of not paying for anything, bootleg copies, counterfeit copies, um, pulling down uh, software copies off of BitTorrent, using crack codes, all these kinds of things, if that informant then goes to the BSA, which is the Business Software Alliance or the SIIA, software industry in, information and industry association if they go to one of these two entities with this information and they are deemed to be a very credible informant you know this could be a you know really um, excruciating and painful process for the for the business owners in, and anyone who's an officer or director or somebody that was in charge of this whole thing so um, this can not only have civil implications, this could potentially have criminal implications, you know, criminal copyright. Once you reach certain thresholds, you could find yourself involved in criminal copyright matters. So, um, you know, these situations can never be taken lightly. You need to get counsel if you're in, in the shoes of a case like this, being pressured with auditing your, your computers and you're like, oh my God, what are we going to, what are we even going to turn in here? This is Crazy. One of the questions that does come up is, can the business be rated? Um, and that's really what this blog is about. And I, as I tell other people, yes, it's always a possibility. Um, one scenario, how that may play out. Um, in, in, in especially possibly in a case where you do, like I said, have the credible informant, somebody who's, you know, not out with an ax to grind, not somebody out committing acts of corporate sabotage or extorting somebody we've had cases where you try to extort the uh, business owner for money. Um, you know, lots of different things like this go on. But we wrote a blog, and it talks about, can your business be raided due to unlicensed software? So I'm going to talk just briefly about the anatomy of what we call a seizure order in a copyright infringement case. This could pop up in illegal BitTorrent download cases, um, any case involving any sort of alleged um, copyrighted works being traded, shared on your computers okay um, in, in general what 's going to happen in a situation like this is somebody 's going to have the information one of these trade organizations or a software publisher, movie publisher, you know book publisher could be any any type of digital content. Nowadays, almost everything can be digitized, could be video game. But what would happen is with the credible information, uh, sometimes there's network forensic teams that are monitoring computer streams and things like that, looking for infringing type of activities. At any rate, what they might do is file a lawsuit. The lawsuit may allege copyright infringement, and you know, talk about all the different types of infringements that are going on. But you know. What happens is you so they would file the lawsuit and then they could file a motion seeking a a seizure order seeking to seeking to seize any of your property on your on your business so <coughs> excuse me what they'd have to do is show good cause they would have to show to the judge that they have solid evidence, good cause um, things like that to be able to get a ex-party application, get an order signed by the judge that would seek to allow them to to go and conduct the raid, okay? So they, they could come in and conduct a raid. Usually that would be done through the U.S. Marshal's Office, law enforcement. Keep in mind, sometimes people... Get this confused: is the the software companies, the trade associations, the BSAs, the SIIAs, they're not law enforcement. They are. They do not have the power of law enforcement. So it would be it would be them basically working hand in hand with the U.S. Marshals Office, so forth and so on. So you know, if they think you have counterfeited goods, bootlegged, pirated software, that's what they would be doing to seek to get. A, in a basically a seizure order, an injunction, um, trying to get you to stop what you're doing and seize your computer, seize the evidence, evidence of a crime. So in the federal courts, because copyright cases are brought in federal courts, you'd be looking at FRCP Rule 65. That's Federal Rules of Civil Procedure. And those will lie out some of the things they're looking for. But at the end of the day, again, you're looking for proof of a valid copyright ownership There'll be the court would look for strong evidence of infringement or counter counterfeiting. C, they would also look for likelihood of success on the merits. In other words, it looks like you would win your actual infringement case. And um, you know, that there's no other adequate remedy at law. So these are uh, and they may also balance the hardships. There may also be a bond requirement where the the plaintiff in the action would need to post a bond just in case they're wrong and, you know, disrupted the business, so forth and so on. Then the defendant would be able to go and try to recover on the bond. So it, the courts are going to be looking for something that is, you know, pretty solid. They want to see the evidence um, they want to feel good about you know the fact that this is credible before they would go and take that drastic step of granting the order okay so that's basically the basic situation. I would say in most cases of the average software case uh, software auto case we deal with, you know we're talking about you know maybe there's ten copies of Microsoft Office missing um you know some Windows Server software, maybe it's autodesk autoCAd. Maybe you have some Adobe Photoshop, um, those kinds of things. But um, in the typical case, we don't look at software raids. It's not something that pops up. But I just, you know, my, the point of this podcast is it is possible in that widespread case with the good credible witness, anything is possible. I have had other attorneys tell me, you know, we can raid your biz, your client's business, right? And uh, you know, we sort of go through this speech about really, yeah, you're going to have some. Proof issues, especially since you've never even met the informant, or have you? Maybe you have. Well, you know, we're not saying we're going to do that. So, in other words, you know, it it is part of the scare tactic toolbox um, of the copyright companies, the software companies, the people that have the have their intellectual property rights at issue. So, this is just a general legal overview, not legal advice. But if you're finding yourself in a software audit, uh, copyright bully case, uh, if you're dealing with BitTorrent issues, illegal downloads, uh, sometimes adult pornography is another one that pops up. Give us a call. We're happy to talk you through it, give you a free initial consultation. Uh, many cases, we're able to offer low flat rate fees. We handle copyright cases throughout the United States and even, even help some international companies that have issues in the United States. And uh, But that's about it. For more information, you can go to... Our website for software cases, you're looking at softwareauditlawyer.com. If it's some other type of copyright case, movies, uh, you know, books, anything with a copyright bully, you can find out information at copyrightbully.com. So we have those two websites set up, information websites designed to help you. There's some tips, tricks, tools, and tactics, as we like to say, and some videos to help you out. Okay? We appreciate you listening. If you like this podcast, feel free to share it on your social media networks, and we hope you have a great day. This is Attorney Steve Vondren. We will talk to you again.